Today on the newscast, Iran-backed Shia militias fire rockets at U.S. forces in Iraq yet again as Pope Francis prepares to visit on March 5th. Tensions running high in the Middle East tinderbox. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Well, that didn't take long. Just six days after the U.S. bombed Iranian-backed Shia militias, these jihadi forces are at it again. This morning, Wednesday, March 3rd, 10 rockets were launched at Ain al-Assad Air Base in western Iraq. Now, this base houses U.S. coalition and Iraqi forces. Thankfully, none of them were injured in this latest rocket barrage, but unfortunately, a foreign contractor, we're not sure of his nationality just yet, suffered a heart attack and died during this rocket barrage. Of course, folks, it comes on the heels of three separate rocket barrages in the past two and a half weeks alone targeting U.S. personnel. This was rocket barrage number four, dating back to February 15th. Now, the U.S. obviously, as I mentioned at the top, responded late last week carrying out airstrikes against these Iranian-backed militias. Actually, they were targeted on the Syrian side of the Iraq-Syria border. Up to 22 of those Iranian-backed fighters were killed in those U.S. airstrikes last week, but apparently the Iranian regime and their proxies did not get the memo. Now, Ain al-Assad Air Base, where this latest attack took place, you may remember it from January 2020. That's the last time it was targeted. That was in the wake of the takeout, the U.S. takeout of Iran's terror kingpin Qasem Soleimani. In response, last January, the Iranian regime fired missiles at Ain al-Assad Air Base, which again, it's in western Iraq, it's in Anbar province. Those missiles uh, caused injuries to several U.S. soldiers at that air base. They suffered concussions in the wake of that attack. But again, it had been untouched since January 2020. Now Iran appears to be escalating things. The previous three attacks these past two weeks took place, number one, in Erbil, in northern Iraq, in Iraqi Kurdistan, uh, number two, just north of Baghdad at a base there, and number three, of course, last week, the U.S. embassy in Baghdad, inside the green zone, was targeted by these rockets. Now, in each one of these attacks, these obscure Shia militias are claiming responsibility. Folks, these are basically fronts for the real power behind these attacks, which is, number one, the Iranian regime, and number two, the most powerful of these Shia militias operating inside Iraq and backed by Iran, that would be Khatib Hezbollah. Now, one Khatib Hezbollah fighter was killed in those U.S. airstrikes last week, but clearly it was not enough to deter the Iranian regime from further attacks. Now, this takes place, this latest rocket barrage, against the backdrop of Pope Francis's planned visit to Iraq this Friday, March 5th through Monday, March 8th. This is an historic visit. A uh, pope has never made such an official visit to Iraq. He will be speaking in Baghdad. He will also visit Erbil, the capital of Iraqi Kurdistan to the north. I believe that he'll be saying an open-air mass there. And he will also visit and meet with the most powerful Shia religious authority inside Iraq. That would be Ayatollah Ali Sistani. 
Now, Pope Francis is reportedly going to stress interfaith dialogue while he is in Iraq. Folks, I have to say, there are obviously great concerns over this visit with the tensions running high, rocket attacks and terror obviously unfolding in Iraq right now. Also, apparently a COVID-19 spike there. But I look back in previous years, remember, there is still a, at least pockets for sure of ISIS operating in and around Iraq, even though President Trump did crush largely that ISIS caliphate. He kept his word there. There are still a good deal of jihadists who would love nothing more than to target the Pope. ISIS made many threats in years previous when they were at their height, 2014, 2015, threats to conquer Rome, threats to murder the Pope. So he is an official to them. He is uh, an official, a figure, a major figure, obviously, in Christianity and a prime target for these jihadists. So obviously security will be very tight, to say the least, around this papal visit. It is something to keep an eye on. This is a major event, folks, over the weekend. Whether you support the Pope or not, it is a major event without a doubt, especially coming at such a tense time in Iraq and in the region. We will be keeping a close eye on that. So what is the big takeaway from this latest rocket barrage against U.S. forces in Iraq? Number one, folks, the Biden administration believed clearly that those airstrikes they carried out last week against those Iran-backed Shia militias would send the message and that Iran would back off. That did not happen. Now it remains to be seen whether the Biden administration will feel compelled to respond and we get into a tit-for-tat type situation. What's Iran's goal here? It is a calculated strategic move. They will force the United States, in their view, force the U.S. by any means necessary to drop sanctions. Remember, President Trump enforced very tough sanctions against the Iranian regime that have crippled that country's economy, and they are desperate to see those sanctions lifted. Nearly every statement we see now from the foreign minister of Iran, Javad Zarif, is calling on the United States to pull back on sanctions. Now, President Biden has said he will not do that, folks, but uh, let's see if he keeps to his word because as the U.S. is desperate to re-enter these nuclear talks, I would not be surprised in the least if we see a President Biden and his administration drop sanctions against the Iranian regime. What Iran is basically doing right now, and quite successfully, I, I might add, is a blackmail strategy where they are saying to the United States and the West and the world, for that matter, if you do not drop sanctions and re-enter that Iran deal and give us a sweet deal, we will continue to wreak havoc in Iraq. We will bomb you. We will target you with rockets. We will increase our enriched uranium stockpile and march towards a nuclear weapon. We will not play ball. We will act very badly until you come to the table, United States, West, coalition, and you give us what we want. That's exactly what's unfolding right now. They are looking for leverage, and we saw that clearly over the weekend when Iran rejected direct talks with the United States. Now, eventually, sadly, those talks will happen. The United States and Iran will come to the table, and I believe... Barring, barring something unforeseen and anything can happen in, in the Middle East, expect the unexpected. Anything can happen. But right now, if you're listening to the Biden administration, they are determined to enter, re-enter 
that Iran nuclear deal. So I expect sanctions to eventually be lifted. And I do expect the two sides to come to the table. Again, what Iran is doing right now is looking for leverage. And unfortunately, they are gaining it. We like to close out here every day on the Watchman Newscast with encouragement. And for me, folks, the ultimate source of encouragement comes from the Word of God. I look at Psalm 34 where David said, I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. You may be fearful right now. You may be worried and anxious about everything going on in the world. But if you seek the Lord, that's the key thing in that verse. David sought the Lord. If you seek Him, He will answer. And He will deliver you from all your fears. And He's not hard to find, folks. He's by your side. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Let Him in and start an incredible new relationship that will give you the strength, the boldness, the courage, and the peace to get through these tumultuous times that we are living in right now. Hey, thanks for joining us today here on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.